Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Maya Burns, and I'm here to talk to you about business, growing your wealth, and maintaining a healthy mind and body. By sharing the topics that are important to me, I hope you're able to start living and feeling your best. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope everyone is having a very lovely day. I hope the sun is shining. I hope that you're happy. I hope that um, something good happens to you today. Whatever day of the week you're listening to this, um, I'm filming this on a Monday morning, and Mondays for me mean new goals, new week, you know, let's crush it. So anyways, I think I want to start this new thing. And um, I want to kind of do a little bit of a life update at the beginning of my podcasts. Um, So once I'm done, you know, if it's your vibe, if it's not, give me some feedback. You can give me feedback over on Instagram at Maya Burns. But yeah, I think it would just be fun to kind of give you a little inside scoop of my life um, and then also talk about the things that we're going to be talking about. So yeah, I want to jump right into it. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, then this might be new to you, but I just bought a freaking house. <laughs> like it literally does not feel real. I just got chills as that came out of my mouth, but holy shit, I just bought a house and um, yeah, I'm 22 years old and I never in a million years thought that I would be here at this age and I never ever thought that I would be in a position to even be thinking of buying a house at this age and things just kind of aligned perfectly for me over the past, you know, couple months and um don't get me wrong, I work my ass off. I I really do. But it's just crazy to me that when I sat down in January 2022, um actually I think I even sat down at the very end of December. Like I think it was before it even crossed over to 2022 and I wrote down all my goals and you know, I said, I want to have a house by this year. And um, by the end of this year, by the end of 2022, because the way it works is, you know, the banks technically, or usually not technically, usually want um, a little bit more income history when you are self-employed. So I was like, I don't even know if it's going to be possible, but I'm just going to write it down because you know what, it's better to dream big um, than to not dream at all. So I definitely... I just wrote it down. I put it into the universe. I didn't really think much of it. And then I do these weekly coaching sessions with my work dad. Everyone, you know, I've spoken about him before. He's amazing. But yeah, so we do these coaching sessions every, sorry, not weekly, bi-weekly, two weeks we do these coaching sessions. And I'd been talking about it for a while and he helps me set goals, not only for my career, but also in my life. And one goal that we had set was that I was going to speak to a mortgage broker before my birthday, which is July 16th. So she's coming up. Um, yeah. And I was like, I just want to speak to a mortgage broker. I just want to see where I stand because it's just nice to know. Like maybe I was going to sit with her and she was going to say, you're absolutely nowhere near where you need to be. Or maybe I was going to sit with her and she was going to tell me you're close, but we need to exit. Like I just, I expected it to more or less be a conversation. And, um, I remember I sat down with her and I sat down with her on a Thursday afternoon. I think it was like four (laughs) o'clock and, um, yeah, I I brought all my, my paperwork. I brought everything. I sat down I met with her, the most amazing lady. And, um, I was in her office for maybe about an hour and she said that I was good to go. And I was like, wait, (laughs) wait a damn minute. What? 
And so the next morning I went and I looked at a couple houses um, and I fell in love with this one house. And I remember I sent her the listing, my, my mortgage lady, I sent her the listing and I was like, what do you think? Do you think I'm good to go? And I was in the gym and she calls me up and she's like, you're good to offer. And I literally started dancing with joy in the gym. If anyone was at the gym that Friday afternoon, you saw me. I'm sorry. I apologize, but I couldn't keep it in. I honestly couldn't keep it in. And um, yeah, I ended up offering on the place on Tuesday. I did compete. There was other offer, um, but I got it. I got the damn house. And it's crazy to think that within a time span of less than a week, I made this huge life step and everyone's telling me like, oh my God, you're such an adult. And I do not feel like an adult at all. <laughs> Truthfully, I feel like I'm a kid faking my way through life. Um, but yeah, that's the update. Uh, super excited, super, super happy. I'm moving in in August and um, yeah, I, I literally cannot wait. I, it feels so surreal. And I don't want to say that like I manifested it, but at the same time, like I definitely put it out into the universe. Uh, I also have uh, on my, on both my iPad and my home screen on my phone, I created like a vision board back in December, 2021. Every year I create a vision board for, you know, the year to come and it's my background and I look at it every day. I look at it multiple times a day. My brain is absorbing it. And on that vision board, I definitely had a house. I was like, the house is happening 2022. And, um, here we are June, June 14th was the day that I bought a freaking house. So that's the update for me. Super excited. Um, I definitely think on social media, I'll do a little bit of uh, like home improvement stuff because like once I move in, of course, because there's a couple of things I want to change and just kind of bring you guys along on the journey of, you know, not knowing how to really be a homeowner. <laughs> like, obviously this is my job and I know what it takes and stuff, but like now that it's me doing it, I'm like, I'm gonna have to mow the lawn. <laughs> Can you picture me pushing a lawnmower? Because I sure as hell can't. So <laughs> this is going to be fun, but I'm down for a challenge. I'm so, so, so excited. So thankful to be in a position um, where I was even able to do this in the first place. And truthfully, your dreams are never too big. Um, like I said, it's better to dream too big than to not dream at all. So um, that's that's my little update for you guys. Other than that, I've just been working away. Just me and Lennon are just hanging out. I love that little girl so much. Um, can't wait to have a beautiful home for me and her. And yeah, um, let's jump into the podcast now. Kind of long intro. Um, if people don't like the life update thing, that's totally cool. It's just something I wanted to try. Um, yeah, give me your feedback on Instagram. So five habits that will change your life. So this is something that has really helped me kind of shift my outlook on life. It's been something that has made me feel better every single day. Um, and it just sort of keeps me on track. It's just having good habits really changes your outlook. It really keeps you grounded. And I find that it's just something that truthfully makes you feel a million times better when you do things with positive intentions. So yeah, let's get into it. Step number one, or not steps, I guess, just number one, <laughs> number one habit um, is planning your day out the night before. 
And anyone who knows me knows that I am, um, you know, I like to plan everything. I like to write everything down. So this, this, um, habit, I guess, just helps me feel like I have my own shiz together (laughs) because if I don't plan my day out, I wake up in the morning and it's just easy for me to kind of fall into a cycle of being unproductive. Whereas if I know that I have a plan in place, it's a lot easier to hold myself accountable. So something that I do is I I don't even write it down anymore. I used to write it down physically on a piece of paper, but like, man, I was using so many notebooks and like save the trees. So um, I did get an iPad back in December. I got it for Christmas. Shout out mom. That was super sweet. Um, but yeah, so I actually have an app on my iPad. There's apps for everything, like seriously, technology, handshake, thank you. But I have an app and you, it's pretty much, they have like a meal tracker. Um, so you can write down like what you're going to be having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and some snacks. It has like a water tracker. It has, you know, top three priorities, your to-do list. And then on the right hand side, there's actually a little um, like schedule and you can actually input items from your calendar. So it's like you have everything on one screen. Oh, and then there's also a little box at the bottom, which is kind of like a blank space. And I usually just write some random goals down for the day. So the night before, what I love to do is after I'm done having my shower, doing my skincare, I will brew a tea because my nighttime tea is like non-negotiable. We got to have that. It just helps calm me down. It's like a little dessert at the end of the night. I love my nighttime tea. So many flavors too. Like, come on, you can't go wrong. So I have my nighttime tea and I usually sit down with all the lights kind of dimmed and, um, I have those fancy light bulbs that you can like change all the colors. So I'll put them on like blue or, you know, whatever color feels right for me in the moment. Like some nights I'll do purple, some nights I'll do pink, um, just to really kind of create the mood. (laughs) And um, I'll be sipping on my tea. I'll usually have some sort of like podcast on in the background or sometimes just like high frequency music on YouTube, like, or the fireplace on YouTube. Oh man, I love that in the wintertime, the fireplace, because I don't have a real fireplace. So just the ambiance of like a fireplace on the TV, oh, warms my heart. So yeah, anything that, you know, makes you feel good, whatever you want, maybe you're going to have some rock music on in the background, you do you. But it's so nice to just sit down, have the mood set with my tea, and I will just plan my day out. And sometimes I even go as far as to, you know, like picking my outfit for the day before, for the next day, um, laying it out. Um, So yeah, just sitting down, writing down every single little thing that I need to do. I'll even write down like wake up at 8 a.m., make a coffee, make my bed, like things like that. I don't know why, but when I'm able to check something so small like that off, it makes me feel really accomplished, even first thing in the morning. And it just sets me up for a really, really amazing day, knowing that I don't have to worry about, oh my God, what do I have to do today? Because I have the brain of a squirrel. Like I (laughs) seriously have such a hard time remembering anything. So just having it all in front of me, waking up, rolling out of bed, knowing, okay, I don't have to worry about this. I can relax a little bit in the morning, which we will talk about more in another point, but I just really think that it sets the tone for the day and um, 
kind of takes the stress off. So it just really creates a sense of optimism for the day ahead because you already know what you have to do and you know that you're able to get it done. And also checking those things off your list. Seriously, so amazing. Like I said, even if it's something so small, if you're having one of those days where you're feeling um, just unproductive and you're feeling like you're in a rut, sometimes just checking off something as small as making my bed can make you feel accomplished. So I really think that that's important because... Life is about the small wins. I know big wins are amazing as well, but the small wins add up. The small wins are going to make you feel like you are getting shit done when you're having a terrible day. So I think that that's a really important habit and it's definitely changed the way that I wake up in the morning. I'm just, I feel happier when I wake up. I know that I have everything in front of me. We're good to go. It's something that has seriously changed my life. Um, following up with that, uh, habit number two is to get up a little bit earlier. And, um, this is, this still works for me because I'm self-employed now. So a lot of the time I do kind of work from home in the mornings. Um, I'm trying to get into the office more now that it's summertime and I'm not hibernating in the winter because I am not a winter gal. But, um, even when I was working like part-time jobs, it's like, you will absolutely sleep in until the very last minute because you're just like dreading getting up, you know? And I feel like we're a lot of us are guilty of that. You know you have to be at work for nine, so you'll hit snooze four times and suddenly it's 8.30 and you're like, ah, oh, shoot, like I gotta get up now. I really have to get up. And then you're rushing. And when you're rushing in the morning like that, you don't get the time to really... Un, not unwind, I guess, because that's more of like a nighttime thing, but you don't get the time to just relax a little bit. Like even something as simple as getting up 30 minutes earlier, um, whether you know you have kids, whether you have a pet, whether you have a partner, sometimes getting up 30 minutes earlier and just laying in bed. Like for me, I love to get up. um, Like if I'm starting work at nine, I'll usually get up. If I'm going into the office, I'll get up at like seven. So I have an hour. I like to do an hour, an hour of me time before I have to get ready for work. If I'm working from home, I'll usually get up at eight o'clock, eight to nine is my me time. Um, but even if 30 minutes is a great start for you, maybe even 15 minutes, you know, start getting up 15 minutes earlier and making a coffee and not rushing about it. Just leave your phone in your room. Don't check it. I've made another episode about this, about the first 15 minutes of your day. Leave your phone in your room. Don't check it. Go make your coffee. Look out the window. If it's sunny out and the sun rays are coming in your window, just feel the warmth on your skin. Just get up 15 minutes earlier and then you can, um, you can like (laughs) make it longer. (laughs) Wow. I'm at a loss for words right now, but yeah, you can kind of extend the period. So small steps, because if you're used to getting up at eight 30, when you work at nine, if you're setting your alarm for seven, your body's going to be in shock. So small increments, um, work your way up. But I really think that having that extra time where you're not rushing in the morning to just kind of do whatever you want. Like, like I said, for me, I will wake up early. I'll make my coffee. I'll sit on the couch and I will read. I usually try to read a chapter of my book every single day in the morning before I get up. Um, and this is something new that I've implemented into my life. Um, back in the spring, something that I would do is I would go on, I would sit out on the ba- uh, on my balcony and I'd play like a game on my iPad. I'd play Heyday. <laughs> I'd farm my animals. 
(laughs) Just something that like takes the stress off of you. It's just something that relaxes you. It's a nice morning routine. Um, Something else I like to do is some days if I don't want to get up and I don't want to read and I'm just too comfy cozy in bed, I will just lay in bed and I will cuddle with my cat for 30 minutes. Seriously, like anything that brings you joy in the morning, anything that doesn't involve you feeling rushed, just doing something um, within that time for yourself. Or like, like I said, if you have a partner, maybe you and your partner can sit together and just talk, whatever it is. I think that getting up a little bit earlier to take that sense of urgency, to take that rush away from work, it really slows you down. And I think that that's important because like I said, even if you start with 15 minutes and you work your way up, you're going to notice a significant um, increase in your mood boost. Uh, You're going to be a lot happier. You're going to be just not as groggy too, because when you wake up and you're rushing for work, you will feel so groggy and you will be in a bad mood because you're like, oh, I didn't get enough sleep. Because we all know that when you keep snoozing, it honestly makes things worse. (laughs) Truthfully, I'm so guilty of it. I used to be the person who would snooze for like an hour. And don't get me wrong, some days I still do, but you always feel almost worse after you're snoozing because your sleep is so broken up and then you're like, God, I'm pissed. I just want to keep snoozing, but you can't, you have things to do. So I think that if you're able to just implement, like I said, small increments at first, work your way up. If you can get to an hour, I think an hour is seriously like, it's the perfect thing for me. I love, love, love waking up in the morning, sitting with my coffee, sitting with my cat, sitting with my book, all cozied up with a blanket on my couch, and I don't check my phone. It's just my me time in the morning to kind of wake up um, and prepare myself mentally for the day. (laughs) So that's another habit, which I think is really amazing. A third habit do one thing a day that feeds your brain. And I've definitely spoken about this kind of on and off before, but your brain is a sponge. Your brain is just always taking in what's around you. And if you're, you know, there's so much negativity out in the world. There's so much negative media. There's so much negativity on social media. Um, There's a lot of, you know, whether you're hanging around with people who are just negative, you need to do one thing a day that feeds your brain with positive energy. So like I said, whether that's reading one chapter from a book a day, it doesn't matter what kind of book it is. It doesn't need to be self-help. It doesn't need to be whatever. It can be a murder mystery. It can be a romance novel. Whatever floats your boat, reading a chapter a day, just something to kind of feed your brain, Um, whether it's listening to a podcast. I'm a firm believer in listening to podcasts. It's something that motivates me not only about certain aspects that are going on in my life, but it gives me optimism for the future because it's it's really easy to kind of get caught up in a negative day. If something bad happened, your mindset can really take a beating. And sometimes just listening to a podcast where they tell you that, you know, this is just a bump in the road. Sometimes you need someone else to tell it to you because we're often a lot harder on ourselves than we should be. And so just listening to something, and like I said, it doesn't have to be a self, self-help self podcast. It can be whatever you want it to be. Like, I think I listened to one about 90 Day Fiance. Like, that one's super cool too. Whatever makes you feel like you're kind of nourishing your brain, it takes the stress of the day away. I think that that's really important. Um, another cute one is just having a conversation with a stranger. Um... I love, love, love just 
being able to sit down and listen to people's stories. And this is coming from someone who used to be so shy. I was really uncomfortable talking to strangers. You know, I was someone who would kind of keep my head down. I wouldn't make eye contact. But I feel like being in the real estate business, you don't have that luxury. (laughs) Everyone and anyone wants to talk about the market. So here we are. I had to learn the hard way, but now I, I really enjoy it. I love meeting new people. And I love, love, love listening to their stories because every single person on this earth has had a different life. They have lived different experiences. They have learned different lessons. And some of these things we will never experience in our own lifetime. So I think that you gain so much knowledge by being able to sit down with someone or whether you're standing in line at the grocery store and you're able to just have a conversation with them listen to what they have to say because a lot of times people have knowledge that is so beyond what we will ever know that um, it can really impact you. So that's that's a big one. I really love listening to what other people have to say because people love to talk. Seriously, hey, I love to talk. I have a freaking podcast. <laughs> people love to talk. So sometimes if you just listen, you will be shocked at what you can learn. So that's, that's a really good one. Do something, just do something once a day that feeds your brain. Um, maybe that for you is reading the news. The news I find can be a little negative sometimes. So I don't know about that. I'm not a fan of just throwing on the news cause I feel like there's a lot of negative BS on there and that, that is not my vibe, <laughs> but if that is your vibe, Hey, if that feeds your brain, if that makes you tick, then do you, do you, okay? Habit number four, stop speaking negatively about yourself or your situation. And this kind of relates to the law of attraction, which I know I've spoken about millions of times, I swear to God, but truthfully, what you speak, what comes out of your mouth is like what you speak into the world is your reality. So if you are being really hard on yourself, if you're saying like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, then your subconscious mind is going to start to believe that you can't do whatever it is that you want to do. Or an example for me is um, being in real estate, we have these shifts called duty where we're in the office and basically if anyone calls the brokerage, if anyone walks in, I'm the realtor on duty and I get to deal with the client. And um, I definitely went through a dry spell where it was like, I was never getting any calls. I was never getting any walk-ins. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I have another duty shift today. I'm not going to get any duty calls. And me speaking that out into the universe probably just reiterated that I'm not going to get any duty calls because lo and behold, the dry spell continued. And um, because I'm, that's what I'm putting out to the universe. If I don't believe that I'm going to be getting any calls, if I don't believe that I'm going to be getting any walk-ins, then I probably won't because it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? In any aspect of your life, it really is, you know, what you speak out, what comes out of your mouth creates your reality. So even if deep down you're like, okay, but I still don't believe that I'm going to get duty calls, at least just stop speaking it. <laughs> Because a shift in your you know, vocabulary may not shift your mind just yet, but it's a step in the right direction. And like I said, 
everything, small steps are the ones that matter the most because you can't get to where you're going if you don't take the steps to get there. Um, A great book about this is the Atomic Habits book, which really just reiterates that, you know, if you make tiny, tiny shifts, tiny changes in your life, then the results can be substantial. So stop speaking negatively about yourself. Maybe you feel as though maybe you've been single forever and you're like, what's wrong with me? Why? I'm just going to be single forever. I'm never going to find someone. If you're speaking that into the universe, chances are you're going to fulfill that prophecy just because of what you're putting out there. So if you suddenly shift and stop saying those things and say, you know, shift it to a more positive aspect. Like for example, When you have optimism, then the world really is your oyster. So instead of saying like, I'm going to be single forever, shift the words coming out of your mouth to, I could meet my person tomorrow. I could meet my person next week. We never know. No one knows the future. Um, All we have is the present and what you put into the world in the present is going to be shaping your future. So I truthfully think that once you're able to just, even if you just stop speaking negatively about yourself, hold it in, keep your mouth shut, um, and try to shift it in a positive light, you will really see significant change in the outcomes. You will see significant change in your reality and, um, you'll just feel a lot better too, because it's, like I said, we're a lot harder on ourselves than we need to be like 99% of the time. And you can look in the mirror and you can hate your body or you can look in the mirror and you can say, oh, why am I like this? Why am I like that? But if you stop saying those things and you're just kinder to yourself and you're kinder to the situation that you're in, then you will seriously see a shift. It will improve your life for the better. You won't be holding on to this negative emotion about yourself or your situation. And once you kind of let go of that negativity, that's when things will start to shift for the better. So stop speaking negatively about yourself and your situation. And um, number five is just rest. I feel like that's something that we forget about so often is just resting. We're in such this era of like hustle culture, like you need to work, you need to grind, you need to do this 24 seven, blah, blah, blah. Like No, (laughs) because you get burnt out so easy. And along my journey, I definitely got wrapped up in that. I've spoken about it before. My first episode, Work-Life Balance, um, when I first started in real estate, I ran myself into the freaking ground because that's all I thought. Run, 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 grind, 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 hustle. Um, That's the only way that I'll make it. And that's not true. You really, really need to rest. You need to have that balance. You need to get a good amount of sleep at night because when you don't sleep at night, then your body's not regenerating. It's not resting. It's not, it's going to affect your day, like your next day. And when your habits start to affect the next day of your life, um, Another good example of that could be drinking. If you're drinking a lot, you're going to be hung over the next day and it's going to affect how you feel the next day. It's going to be affecting your productivity. And we don't want that because we want to be successful people. We want to get shit done and you're not going to get it done if you don't feel your best. So getting rest, 
Um, I was having a conversation with my mom yesterday, actually, and she was telling me how she's been having a hard time sleeping lately. You know, I've been, oh, I've been falling asleep at three in the morning and then I've been sleeping until lunchtime. It's, you know, I want to reset my schedule. So tonight I'm going to go to bed at 10. And I was like, pump the brakes. (laughs) I was like, you cannot expect your body which is used to falling asleep at 3 a.m., you can't expect your body to just bounce back and suddenly fall asleep at 10 a.m. So you're going to have to make small incremental changes. So if you're someone who struggles with sleeping at night, I've been there also, um, and you find yourself scrolling on TikTok until 2, 3 in the morning, whatever it is, or you just can't sleep, you're just laying in bed with your eyes open, staring at the ceiling, your thoughts are running rampant, whatever it is, if you're used to falling asleep at 2, 3 in the morning, you can't expect your body to just bounce back and go to bed at 8 o'clock the next day, you know? I think that to get the proper rest and to allow your body to kind of shift into a new cycle, then you need to do it slowly in small increments. So I was telling her, I was like, instead of trying to go to bed at 10 PM when you're used to 3 AM, why don't you shift it and turn your lights off at 2.30 in the morning for one night? See how that fares. See if you wake up 30 minutes earlier the next day um, and then shift it back to two. And slowly, every couple of days, just shift your timeline back. That way it's not such a shock to your body. And then, you know, it might take two or three weeks, but then eventually you'll be back in a normal routine, falling asleep at 10 a.m. and waking up at a more reasonable time because you need that rest. And if you just shock your body like that, your body's going to be all out of whack. And then it's, you're just, you're going to fall back into that cycle because you're going to get frustrated if you try to fall asleep at 10 p.m., and it's just not working, you're going to get frustrated and you're going to end up grabbing your phone and going back on TikTok and you're going to scroll till two, three in the morning anyways, because you spent two hours laying in bed with your eyes closed and nothing happened. But I think that if you're able to make these small shifts, get your rest cycle back on track. Um, and maybe you're just a night owl. Maybe you work from home and you work the best late at night and that's your sleep schedule, then that's totally cool. But you just need to make sure that you are getting enough rest because when you don't get rest, it seriously affects your productivity. It affects your mood. It affects the way that you feel, the way that you act, the way that, you know, just everything. Cause we've all been tired and we've all been grumpy and we've all probably snapped at someone that we didn't mean to because we did not get enough sleep. Guilty is charged. Everyone's been there. Everyone's done that. So get your rest, getting enough rest and drinking enough water will seriously change your life. So those are five habits that have um, really impacted my life, shifted my life for the better. I hope that something has resonated with you. I'm going to cut it off here. Once again, if you enjoyed this podcast, um, please give it a review. If you liked my little life update or you didn't, let me know over on Instagram. My Instagram is Maya Burns. And um, if anyone has any podcast topics that they want me to talk about, I love hearing your feedback. I love hearing your recommendations. So never hesitate to reach out. Thank you so much for supporting me. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys next week. All right. Have a good one. Bye.